previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. Orcs that are not really orcs with the black arrows with red fletchings attacking the mines. The forks. Go talk to the steel glade. You might be able to get some information there. It's a group of weapons dealers. They are based out of Ryford. Anybody that's initiated into the Shade Arrows goes and makes their first set of arrows themselves, but it just took too much time, so we outsourced to Steel Glade. So, Ryford. This is a legitimate fight club. This is a fight for reward. The next level of fighting, you're gonna have to go to a guy named Reynolds. He owns an inn, it's called the Rye Inn. At the higher levels, you win prizes, like riches or magical items, or, or you could possibly have this guy who is a forger. We can get you into the Steel Glades big gala. Uh, you guys made it to the Rye Inn. Is your name Reynolds? Yes, it's Reynolds. You guys are going into the ring with a punishment. Welcome to the Rye Inn. Hit fights. Let's get ready to rumble. Power right in the kids. So I'm going to go with the Captain Insano. Dissonant whispers. I'll charge her and stab her. I move 10 feet and use inflict wounds. Shoot a firebolt. Uh, just robot arms like rock and sock and <laughs> robots or whatever. Stab her with my dagger and use venomous blades. All right. She is going to slash wildly with her rapier. So Dosh goes down and I need you to make a death saving throw for me. A 20. Oh my god. <laughs> so Dosh is back up with one Jesus. HP. All right. And it's just like head butter. She goes down. <laughs> oh, do you know what a curb stomp is? Put the dagger to his neck, look to the crowd, and Roman gladiator style, I want them to give me the thumbs up or the thumbs down, whether I kill him or not. They have all passed their challenge. They all are victors. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Ben Renfro. A wise man once said, finger bang, pooty tang. It, it was literally an Eminem song that he just released in part of his album. Kamikaze? That's clean. The fuck do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Be rich. Insert an appropriate comment here. Matt Smith. Soon. Brad Renfro. What a wise man once said was, he who has mosquito on penis realizes violence is not always the answer. <laughs> Eric Nemeth. Yeah, I can't top anyone else, so I'm not going to really try. And today we also have a special guest, Chris Locke. Hi, uh, a wise man once said that sex on top of mountain lead one to peak. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, I, I made that one up myself. You could have that. <laughs> I like it. Beerish, did you hear that? That's all you now. I mean, I guess you could also follow it up with um, Confucius one time said a crowded elevator smells different to dwarves. <laughs> uh, Confucius once said, man who fart in church sit in own pew. 
I like that one. I like that <laughs> yeah, one. Ben, one you can favorites. use that. You can take that to church with you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate the material. Ben, you can also take me well, to church. Take me we to are, church. as you can tell, an actual play, 5th edition, Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Uh, this is our 18th episode, and... We are super excited to have Chris joining us for this episode. Uh, he is the creator of the Lasers and Liches Retroverse. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that real quick? Okay. I, yes, it's my favorite subject. Um, first off, thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm, I have a feeling we're going to have a good time tonight uh, based on the, the pre-show talk. Um, so the uh, lasers and liches in the retroverse is basically Saturday morning, uh, you know, Saturday morning, the tabletop role playing game. So remember when you woke up on Saturday and you just stayed in your pajamas and you ate sugary cereal, watched cartoons and played with action figures. Um, I do that nowadays. Yeah. yeah okay. So it, it, that's why I said, remember Saturday, not remember Saturday 10 years ago. Like you remember last Saturday when you did that too. Uh, anyway, we're trying to make that. <laughs> As a tabletop role-playing game, we're trying to take all the things that you enjoyed as a kid and uh, really dig deep into what made them great. Um, not just to make quick, easy references to Jurassic Park, but like explore why Jurassic Park has such a uh, staying holder and to bring some of those feelings of uh, He-Man and Power Rangers and, and these things back into the tabletop role-playing uh, sort of genre um so we've been working on it for a long time we've got the first test wave out we released that back in uh, april ish and it's like 150 pages of really cool content uh some new classes races new monsters magic the whole nine yards uh so we're working on it still and we'll be uh probably putting up a kickstarter it looks like in december um to get that sort of out there more to the masses and uh, hopefully make it to where I can make it a, a full-time or at least part-time job and not just something I do at two in the morning in my underwear. Hey, that's the dream, right? <laughs> right. It would, it would be great to at least be able to afford pants so that I could uh, <laughs> design in pants. Well, it'd also be very cool if you could do your full-time job in your underwear, though. Uh, you know what? Screw the pants. Let's do that. Yeah. Who needs <laughs> pants? Yeah, who needs well, pants? Daffy Duck didn't need pants. Donald Duck didn't no. need pants. And if those ducks don't need pants, then I don't need pants either. A Winnie wise the- man once said, <laughs> why do I need pants? Exactly. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh? Oh, yeah, yeah Winnie, Winnie the Pooh. Pooh. There's so many so Piglet. many beautiful, amazing people have just not had pants. There's some Squidward people with tentacles. Yeah, Squidward didn't have pants. SpongeBob needed pants. Patrick needed pants. But, you know... There was some, oh, no, he wears pants. Yeah, he doesn't. There's some episodes where he doesn't wear pants, and those are the best episodes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's, that's Lasers and Liches. Um, uh, really just go out there, follow me on Twitter if you want, uh, at Snicklesocks, and you'll see all sorts of stuff. I hope, you, uh, I hope you enjoy it, really. Well, hey, I mean, we checked it out. We took a look at the test wave, and, you know, like you were saying, bringing in all those aspects of what actually makes it fun. You actually instituted a new uh, critical role or critical hit, critical failure mechanic mm. that actually represents what we used to use when we were just playing for fun. We used to uh, do max damage and then you could keep rolling. And if you, keep, if you kept rolling a natural 20, then you could keep critting over and over again. Um, yeah. 
it's I, we put that in because I hate when you roll a critical hit in like standard 5e and then like oh I get to roll three die six uh, they were all ones great fantastic <laughs> <laughs> like that was the worst it could have possibly been it's very dramatic <laughs> oh my gosh I crit and I failed at the critical yeah it's it's a terrible feeling like a critical hit should be cool no matter what it should always be awesome yeah um, and we really want to bring that idea into the retroverse. It should always be awesome. Maybe we'll get some critical hits on tonight's episode. Well, I hope so. So uh, let's let's go ahead and get started. Uh, we'll start off with our main group of players. We've got Dosh Johnson. We've got Ambionitis and Brixius Hammerbottom. We've got Prothean Greymane. Who the fuck? Is that everybody? Oh, well, what about Jet? Yeah, that's it. Oh, and Jet. <laughs> Jet like the plane. It's your boy. So you guys just finished your fights in the stadiums, in your separate oval circles. So uh, the doors have opened in the stadium walls, and you are now able to enter into the central brain of these uh, five stadiums that are around a central point. So you all enter in, and you see a number of people, six to be in fact, standing inside the nexus and they're kind of politely clapping as you guys walk in and some of them are peeking around especially to see what happened to valandar who was facing off against uh prothean who got curb stomped <laughs> one of the people there is a halfling and looks at you all and says well that didn't go according to plan we had a we had a Deadpool on you guys. We were supposed to have the rest of you. We were supposed to have the rest of those guys in the next fight. So what you're saying is that at the Reynolds or at the Rye Inn, we have a Deadpool that goes on. Yeah, I mean it's a fighting ring. Of course, we have money on the people that live or die. And the halfling turns around and hands three gold to uh, a human who is dressed in. Why don't you go ahead and describe your character, Chris? Oh, okay. Uh, so he's sort of a, a a little bit portly, not not too bad, but you can see he's got a bit of a paunch. Um, but he's dressed in uh, sort of, would you say, like semi-fancy uh, leather armor with a nice, like, black robe behind him. Um, he gives the impression that he's trying to look cooler than he actually looks. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah, so... That, that's about it. He's he's got uh, let's say like red hair that's uh, that's pulled back into a ponytail, and uh, just a, a kind of small beard just just beginning to to poke out. Something that it looks like he's been trying for maybe three or four days. <laughs> Dig it. The halfling hands three gold coins to you and says, "There you go. You I don't know how you guessed that those five are going to win. Intuition is all. Yeah. Well, screw you." <laughs> and he walks away. So a loser. Then from above you descends a black shadow, and you see the pedestal that Reynolds was standing on when he was announcing the stadium. He comes down, and it settles down in the middle of the nexus and says, Well, I definitely didn't think that that was going to happen. You five managed to, well, you half-orc, um, Brixius, right? Why don't you go put your clothes on? I'd like to cast Minor Illusion. Why? Make another penis appear on uh, Reynolds' Reynolds head. (laughs) What's that, the third time? 
Do you have a spare pair of pants for me? Well, actually, we've got all of your clothes. They're just off on the side. I mean, you guys got into a fight in my bar when you weren't supposed to, so uh, we had to put you in the stadium with some disability, but apparently you guys are just that good, so you can take your prize if you want to. Well, no. Can we also take Here's our stuff the back? Thing you yeah, that too. I did never had pants under my armor, so if you have a spare pair of pants, I would like a pair. <laughs> We're talking about metal and junk. I'm sure we can get you a pair of pants. Yeah, because we have some bad chafing going on right now, honestly, and um, I'd appreciate it. Sure. And he points over to the corner, and you guys have all your equipment back and your clothes, and Brixius now has a pair of pants to put on under his armor. Reynolds turns to everybody else in the ring and says, or everybody else that's in this nexus and says, Well, the rest of you, you all wanted to, you all won your fights, so you guys are free to move on to the next stage if you want. Uh, you've already got your magic items and your winnings, but for the five of you, Brixius, Dosh, Ambionitis, Jet, and Prothean, you guys have your choice of winnings. You can either choose from the pile here, or if there's something else that you had in mind, we might be able to make that happen. Uh, what's in the pile? In the pile, you see a black cloak, a helm with a gladiator-style no nose piece, Ooh. a key with a question mark as the handle, mm. a medallion that looks worn, uh, as if a lot of hands have been holding it, and it's etched with runes. A short sword that you, Prothean, recognize as the one that Valandar was using. A ring of gears and wires that are intricate, intricately woven together. A rope that has an odd gray color. A pack, actually three different packs. And then various uh, long swords, short swords, long bows, short bows, hand crossbows, and a bunch of simple weapons. Question. Uh, can we tell if any of it's like magical? Does anybody have a detect magic? No, I don't have detect magic. Or is there like a nope? Or is there a check that we can do for that? Can we that? just ask? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, what's this ring do? Well, that ring right there, as far as I understand, that is a uh, lock picking ring. Hmm. How about the cloak? Um, I think it's a cloak of billowing. I'm gonna what regret asking. I'm gonna regret asking this, but what? Uh, how about the key with the question mark? Do we know what it opens? No idea. Ah, I figured. I'll take the cloak. All right. Well, you only get one thing. So either you pick something here, and then keep fighting, and you can choose something else, or mm. not. Mm. I know, uh, negotiator. I know that uh, you had plans with those other five to go into the next ring. But, I mean, here you go, and he hands you a, an envelope and says, here's your letters of mark. Uh, this will let you operate on the bridge. I mean, if you want to keep fighting with these guys, you can go win the wagon that you need. But, um, I mean, you'd have to fight with these five randos. I don't know who the fuck <laughs> these guys are. So I would... Mm, that shouldn't be a problem. I want to call a quick huddle with our guys. I can pick up their slack... <laughs> Who the fuck Slack. are you calling a rando? <laughs> My name's Ambionitis. I don't know who rando is. Sounds like a bitch. All right, Ambionitis. <laughs> well, 
you guys go have your huddle real quick and then decide if you want this loot and then win some more loot or if you just want to take your money and run. We're going to win the loot. I need a warhammer. All right, but do we want a magical So the one. reason we're here, and I want to be whispering this, this into our huddle. All right, so the reason we're here is we want those uh, forge tickets to those part, their, that party. Do we want to just get that now? Or do we want to get some cool stuff and then fight again? I think that we're on our way to the top here. I am loving every minute of this fight. I'm going to go put my armor on. Works for me. Just want to make sure we're all on board. We can grab them now. I'm cool with that. But then we'd be dipping out on uh, all this cool magical loot. Oh, I, I do not care about the cool magical loot. Brother? Yes. I want a cool magical warhammer, motherfucker. I'm fine either way. Oh, I just enjoy fighting. I think we should just we get become the champions of this thing. <laughs> we pass up our invitation, take warhammers, and then just dip. <laughs> Leave the party forever. I mean, what's the worst that could possibly happen? We don't go along with our dungeon master's plan. We just go back to our home village <laughs> and hunt demons to find out why our parents were murdered. Oh, it's just the both of us because everyone else was killed? Sounds like a plan. Yeah. I like it. Paul! We're calling an audible. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you had in store for us, out the window. So what do you guys decide? I need a warhammer. Let's do another fight. <laughs> Is there such thing as a double-sided warhammer in this world? I mean, you would have a hammer that has two sides, but you would only hit once. Or now I think you guys have, you guys leveled up, which I didn't mention but you guys are all level 5 now, so I think you have an extra attack. I do. Yeah. So these, these forged documents that they need, um, they're able to get those easily, or I I'm, I'm just want to make sure I understand where we're going with this. Um, they need to get them from somebody that has access to an invitation to forge, so the only way they can access him is through these fights. Uh, He's kind of okay. like a prize. I see. Well, if we have to do another fight to get to him, then we got to do another fight to get to him. Well, or you could take him now. If we can take him now, and that was our whole purpose for coming here, let's just take him and get on to what we need to do. Wow. Okay, I'll go along, but I'm very disappointed I don't have to fight anymore. Fine, I'll follow my brother, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Neither am I. So you guys turn around, uh, and you tell Reynolds you'll take the, the documents, the forged invitation? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Reynolds says, all right, well then, uh, actually, uh, negotiator, you said that you're okay just taking those letters of Mark? Absolutely. This is everything I've ever wanted. You know that. Yeah, you've been here for quite a while, so you've, you've earned those. Why don't you go ahead and take these boys up to the, to the forger? Um, you know where the spot is. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, may I... And I'll just, like, sort of wave him away. And then, is there, like, is there a leader of this uh, band of brothers, as it were? Not really. Like, is <laughs> there anyone that looks like they're in charge? Um, the <laughs> tallest guys are the two half-orcs. The smartest-looking guy would probably be Dosh, who has a Tom Selleck mustache. Very intimidating. Okay, I'm absolutely going straight up to him, then. Uh, okay. And uh, I, I will just sort of shake his hand. Hello, I'm Negotiator, name and title. Uh, 
you are... I'm Dosh Johnson. You're Tosh Johnson, is that correct? Dosh Johnson. Dosh Johnson. Dosh, Tosh, Josh Johnson's. Dosh Johnson. Okay, so Dosh, uh, first question, you're not a demon, are you? I just gotta make sure. Nope, Uh, as far as I know. Okay, good. Uh, You can never be too careful. Listen, Dosh Johnson, your, uh, your party just made me a considerable amount of money. I believe we could be of uh, service to one another. What kind of service? And I want to give him a look up and down. Listen, and my, uh, <laughs> my, my brother fighter name and title is going to be in the, uh, <laughs> in, in the, the melee here in the next round. And, uh, well, you've made a bit of a name for yourself, right? Uh, your, your group here, you've, you've made me some money. I think if you were to, well, I don't know, take a fall in the next round and someone were to bet against you, then my brother, fighter name and title, would be able to move up the ranks and then you could share in some of the spoils. Hmm. If you want to. I'm not above, I'm not above throwing a fight. Excellent, excellent. Uh, well, maybe we can go back. I, I know you just wanted these letters, but, um, I might be able to help you get, uh, get those documents anyway later down the line. I have, so you say, uh, as you would say, connections. Hmm. My cake and eat it too. I'm so good at throwing fights, I almost threw the last one. Without even trying. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was right next to us. That's very good. (laughs) So I guess, yeah, I would just uh, motion back to the, the big guy in charge and be like, they have decided to stay and fight. Oh, Wait, really? all of us, or well, is he not your? Is Tosh Johnson is Joss Donchin not your leader? No. <laughs> Wait, do, I'm gonna pull a negotiator name and title aside again. Hey, at yeah. least it's not Taylor. <laughs> Fucking Taylor. All right, do we all need to fight, or does just one of us need to fight your uh, your bro? I mean, it's sort of like a multiplier thing, right? The more of you there are, the bigger the payout. So he's supposed to kick all our asses. I mean. I'm pretty sure he could do it anyway, but just to make sure. Oh, oh, okay, okay. We are all going to be the ones that die this game. <laughs> I'm not going to throw a fight. So well, uh, is you you don't want to throw. A so fight. Reynolds has come over and he says, "Wait, so everybody's going to fight then? Because uh, all six of you, you included negotiator, you've all got to go in the ring." Oh, yes. Well, uh, no, no. I, I've got to go speak with my brother fighter, name and title, and he will he will join in the fight on the other side, though. Remember? we Who are they going to fight? Um, I, uh... So, so the thing about negotiator, name and title, is that he is also fighter, name and title. Um... <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> and so... Uh, Anytime he's uh, he's supposed to be in two places at once, he claims to have explosive diarrhea so that he can go be the I other person character. for a while. <laughs> uh, they're all the exact same, like exact same dude. He's just living double lives. It's like Superman mm-hmm. or something. I, I gotta go see. Him. Oh, uh, okay, so I'm sorry. Oh, I just... have explosive diarrhea. <laughs> oh, my, my so guy's not very this... good at this double life. I'm pretty sure most people know that he's he's not because he, he does have a bad intelligence score as well. But uh, he certainly thinks he's very good at it. Um, okay. Um, negotiator, if you need to, yeah. like, if you want fighter to go in for you, that's fine. Uh, but 
like somebody on your behalf would have to go into the ring in order to win the next thing for you. I mean, otherwise, some random guy could just choose whatever he wants. So, oh yes, clearly, of course. So I, I would definitely want Fighter to to go in. Um, let let me go uh, get him real quick while I deal with this explosive diarrhea. Sure, you you go deal with that. Um, so if you five guys are gonna stay in the ring, then you might want to choose some loot here. Oh, uh, what does that do? I mean, pick something out of the pot. Do we get to take a rest to like, get some HPs back before this fight? No, you'll be uh, you'll be prepped and you'll kind of get some Vaseline on the face, you know. Yeah, because that mm, stops no, swords and war good old, hammers. <laughs> yeah, good old fashioned, um, you know, in between fights, you're pulled into the into the corner sort of thing. We'll we'll get you fixed up. So like, a I'll take some Vaseline roll. somewhere else. <laughs> Oh no. So like a hit die rolls worth of health? Like we'll give you a potion. <laughs> uh, okay. I take the helm. The Roman helmet. The Roman helm. Alright. I take the key. <laughs> I want the cloak. What's a medallion do? It's cursed. Um Reynolds says, I'm not really sure. Uh do you want it? Do you have any um enchanted long swords? Yeah, we've got a plus one long sword if you want that. Yeah, I'll take that. Alright. Um, oh, by the way, I think you were asking about a guy named Philip Dmitriev, I was. from what I hear. Actually, if you want his pack, his pack is over here. I'll take that. Okay. Now, how hard would it be for me to uh, sneakily take a second item here? Is it just I mean, like plain view? Like, I, I don't know, but it, I'll be just like plain view. Everyone's just like gathered around right in front of everyone. I'd just be grabbing something. Yes, pretty much. Something small you might be able to yeah. secrete, but... Secrete? Prison wallet. <laughs> secret away. Oh, uh, Personal locker. So if I went for like that lock pickering, would I get like uh, just nice and tiny a nice advantage to trying to get No there? advantage, but you could roll. Can Dosh see that he's like trying to do this? Give me a perception <laughs> check or an insight check. That'd be a sleight of hand, right? Yes. You know, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go 16. for it. I'm going to try to take that. Yeah, you notice that he's... I want to kind of step in front of him, so I'm in between him and You get advantage. People. Excellent, Jeff. excellent. So I'm going to roll my d20 here. It's a 17 plus my dexterity for sleight of hand is plus 5, 18, 19, 20. And then I'm also proficient, so an additional plus 3. Yeah, you're going to wind up doing it. Yes. So you've got two items. So I got the lockpick ring and the key that no one knows what's going on with. Yeah. Uh, Brixius mm. and Ambionitis, what would you like out of the I pot? took my helmet so I can wear it to bed at night. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Ambionitis, what would you want? A hammer of war. All right, you can take a... Well, actually, no, I did not say that there was a war hammer. Reynolds, there needs to be a hammer of war here, you son of a bitch. I'm going to say, hey, you can pick this and just flip him the bird. <laughs> I walk over to him and make a circle with my thumb and index finger and I put it over his bird. Say, ha, gotcha, bitch. Just like that, what he did. Hey, what's in Philip's bag? I'm going through it right now. Uh, Philip's bag contains a, an emerald, a letter signed your all. That's spelled Y O R. Hyphen A L, A L. Sorry. Oh, how was that again? Signed again. Y O R hyphen A L. 
And all it says on the piece of paper is chorus, harvest moon. And then he also has 20 gold pieces and other explorer's pack equipment. Where is Philip right now? Uh, Philip's dead. That's why his pack's here. Philip! No! I need to interrogate him. But yeah, Ambionitis, you gonna choose something or what? I don't know, I don't know where Negotiator went. I don't know where Fighter is. Name and title. Uh, he, he would, he would come back, uh, wearing a different hat. (laughs) He wasn't wearing a hat, but now he's wearing, like, a, a little red hat. (laughs) <laughs> uh, just over, he hasn't changed his hair at all. It's still a red ponytail, but it's just now he's got like a red little, uh, just like a sleeping cap on it. Did you? Did he just walk wow, back you in? You look kind of familiar. I'm sorry, what? Have I seen you before somewhere? Oh no, my name is, uh, hello, I'm, I'm fighter name and title. <laughs> oh yeah, your brother told us about you. Yes, my brother, my brother negotiator. I've got a lot of big family, lots of brothers. I'm going to walk up to him and be like, hey, Das, did your buddy here just go change his hat? No, that's a totally different dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? He looks completely different. I don't... Yes, that's... Um, I mean, there's fam- familiar I mean, he similarities. Looks, he looks kind of the same, but... I don't see any similarities. Alrighty, well, uh... Name's Jet. What's your name, pal? A fighter name and title. Name... Oh, yeah. At least it's not Taylor. Fucking Taylor. Yes, who, who would choose such a foolish name, of course. Fucking dungeon master. <laughs> I'll take the goddamn longsword. All right. Uh, Reynolds now sees that all of you have chosen your items and says, All right, now that fighter's here, uh, you guys all ready to proceed into the ring? Why not? After I take that so potion, a- yes, maybe. I have a question for the dungeon master. So, fighter, name and title, um... And um, negotiator name and title. Axe absolutely would have done everything he could to... Uh, he's not a super... Like, he's an okay fighter. But uh, he needs to win this match. And mm-hmm. he would have done everything in his... Uh, possible to try and, like, bribe the other team. Is there anything I can do to establish that some of them don't want to fight him? Or are going to, like... Basically, he needs this bad. Maybe and what you could have tried is, uh, like, when you went off to change your cloak or your hat or whatever, like, maybe, like, snuck away to the other team. Could I, could I do that? I didn't want to interrupt you guys. Yeah, no, that, uh, you most certainly went over to the other team and give me a persuasion check to see how well you convinced oh, them. Let them talk it out. Come on. Well, if he rolls well, <laughs> he'll have to talk. Give okay. us an NPC with a funny name and a goofy voice. That's a 16. Yeah, so you wound up speaking with the other six contestants, and they kind of understand where you're coming from. They, they see the merits of gaining, uh, gaining some wealth at the end of this that is not achieved through death in the ring. Okay. Did you add your charisma modifier to that? Oh, Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It's not. It's only a plus one, so <laughs> it's okay. But I would have gone over as negotiator to talk to them, and then come back as fighter, so that they didn't know that they were actually going to be fighting. I, I would have told them that it was my brother. They were going to have to fight. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. They. They seem. They seem more or less on board with the plan. Okay. Okay. So when I come back, I'm going to tell everybody oh, oh, to get the the maximum benefit of this match you you don't kill anyone in this one 
Okay, no, no murder. Crowd decides. But uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> no, no, uh, no, no murder. <laughs> so no murder. I talked with negotiator. He said this this would be cool. He, that you would be cool. So murder is what you're telling me. <laughs> Crowd decides. I do it for the fans. The most gruesome murder you could possibly think of is what you're telling me. <sighs> I mean, if we could not, that would be fantastic. All right. I do just have to add one thing, fighter, name and title. Thank you. Uh, you're definitely better looking than your brother. I mean, he's he's got kind of a fucked up face going on, if I can be <laughs> blunt. <laughs> He'll sort of like flash anger for a second and then go, yeah, what an uggo. <laughs> All right, so we're prepping to um, get ready to go in. Correct? Yep. So Reynolds leads you down the hallway, and he says, All right, before you get into the ring, you guys are going to stay here. Uh, well, you're going to stay on this side. The other contestants are on the other side, but go ahead and drink up. Uh, we've got these potions for you. Uh, they should give you a little bit of health, and um, they're worth 2d4 plus 4. Uh, do I get one, and can I just hold on to it? Can't sure. It. So you said 2d4 plus 4? Yes. I'll take that. Wait, Ben, what's your maximum hit points now? Higher. I mean, I'm actually at higher hit points 36. now than I started last fight with. <laughs> Gosh, what's your hit points? Uh, it's 20 now. Oh, my. Well, max is 26 now. That's terrible. And Reynolds, I appreciate the potion, but you also promised to rub me with Vaseline first as well. <laughs> I drop all my armor off as well and get back naked where I was before. Are you really going to go into the ring naked? Well, as long as there's Vaseline on him, he'll that's probably how the, do it. That's how the fans saw me last time. So I want to keep the same image for one. And for two, I want you to rub Vaseline everywhere. I need to be real That's slippery. not my job. That's this guy's job. And a skinny guy comes over with a big tub of Vaseline and says, you need a rub down, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All I picture is that, like, cabbage guy from that Avatar, like, cartoon. That's the older guy. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yes, rub me down. And then I proceed to you put rub my... You down real quick some, with some Vaseline. And then I put my, uh, only my Roman helmet on. That's all I'm gonna wear. <laughs> okay, when you put it on, everybody else around you notices that your eyes glow red. Hey, buddy. What is it, brother? Are you a demon? Your eyes are red. If I was a demon, I'd kill myself. Whoa. Okay, good. Just got to make checks. <laughs> you know. Do you know Never anything of demons and where to find demons? I, I only know that I want to kill them. Oh. I fought the demons in the war. Me and you have similar yeah. interests then. I point behind him and say, look, a demon. Uh, I pull out my bow <laughs> and flip around <laughs> all quick. <laughs> Like, oh, what, where, where? Is there anything over Ma. there, actually? <laughs> what a trickster. No, there's nothing over there. I was going to say, maybe it was like Figus, and we just killed him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so, where the fuck is Figus? He's up in the stands. Oh. Not even helping out his lord. Fucking asshole. Are we sort of in like the, the right before the, the pit, right before they let us out? Yes. Okay. Figus was in the bar fight, too, so why didn't he get, like thrown in the pit he was the one getting wailed on he was still in the fight <laughs> uh so naked uh oily orc um <laughs> brixie's hammer bottom at your service yeah, Brix 
Brixie's hammer button. Here, uh, take this. It's dangerous to go alone. And I'm going to uh, cast Long Strider on you. Oh, I feel all tingly inside. So I'm going to burn one of my spell slots. It lasts for an hour. Uh, your uh, speed increases by 10 feet until the, speed, uh, until the spell ends. Awesome. Oh. I feel so much lighter on my feet. And after we're through with these pits, if we want to get back to some of this demon talk, like I said, we have some similar interests. We can find some demons sometime. I demons. feel like we could bond quite well. You're I'm looking. I'm always willing to hunt down some demons. Demons. He's gonna. He's gonna sort of look you up and down, like, hmm. Yes. Very nice. <laughs> uh, brother. <laughs> yes, Ambionitis. Watch out! This demon talk around me. You remember how I'm affected by what happened then? We're going to get through this, and fighter name and title might be able to help us. He is also trying to help you. Help you. Help you. <laughs> wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> all right, and Reynolds comes over and says, All right, you're all ready to go. Approach the door. And you see that there is a uh, latticework wooden door just a few feet over to the right. And uh, he kind of positions you and says, Okay, okay, everybody's ready. Give me 10 seconds. And then you'll hear when it's time for you to come out. I'm so excited. Wait, this is a, a 6v6, like everybody? Don't worry, you'll see. Do I have a well, fear if, like, I, I have a spell I would cast if that's the case. What's the spell? It's called uh, Pass Without Trace. Um, I can, a veil of shadows and silence radiates from me, masking me and my group from detection. So every creature I pick within 30 feet has plus 10 bonus to dexterity and stealth checks and can only be tracked by magical means. They leave no traces or tracks of their passage. Okay, is it dexterity and stealth checks or just dexterity stealth? I have it, it, I have dexterity in parentheses stealth checks. So okay, basically so we're, yeah, we're essentially invisible. Yeah, you could cast that if you want to. If it's like a 6v6, like a big group fight, I am going to do that. Okay. So So you go ahead and do that. You spent your two Kai points. It is two Kai points. And then above you, you hear Reynolds' booming voice again. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a second event for you. This is not just a fight. This is a test of skill. This is going to be entertaining. Let's get ready to rumble. And the doors are pulled upwards, and you see ahead of you a wall. The wall doesn't see us, though. (laughs) (laughs) Dungeon Master Paul here. Hope you're enjoying our special guest episode with Chris Locke. A super quick break here, and then we'll get you back to it. Our podcast partner this week is the Retroverse. As Chris has already said this episode, the Lasers and Liches Retroverse is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons compatible setting with new classes, creatures, and magic that evokes your favorite 80s and 90s nostalgia. The first test run is available now, with a new Kickstarter launching in December. Go check it out and leave a review. That's the Lasers and Liches Retroverse. If you're interested in becoming a podcast partner, send an email with a quick synopsis of your show and a 30-second promo, if you have one, to deathsavingbros at gmail.com. We'll review your pitch and get back to you. 
And since you'll already be headed over to leave a review for Chris's Retroverse, why not give the Death Saving Bros some feedback? iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher is a great place to let us know what you like about the show and also help us get a little more exposure. Finally, we wanted to let you know that Chris will be joining us again next week for the conclusion to this part of the adventure. When we recorded, we kind of did two separate mini-episodes, so make sure to tune in next week for more fun with Negotiator, Name, and Title. And that's everything. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Can I attack the wall? (laughs) Peeking your head out of the door, you see that the wall extends to the left around the curved edge of the stadium, and it is a corridor that you will have to follow. (laughs) Just make a straight line, just juggernaut through it. Yeah, so uh, Ambionitis, you're raging, and... uh, What is this wall made of? Yeah, I was just going to ask that. Stone. Damn it. That's hard to kick through. <laughs> I've tried it before. You could certainly try harder. Hmm. Give it. Yeah, you gotta at least try kicking it. Can I run up and jump He's kick it? He's getting harder by the second. You hear Reynolds, who's standing on his pedestal high above the stadium again, say, It looks like our one group is off to a grand start. They've proceeded into the corridor, but Fighter and his group are stuck in the doorway. <laughs> They can't see oh, us. No. Oh, no, we got to move. Just run. Run, bitch, run. And would, would I be familiar with what this, uh, this event is? Is this something that happens frequently? You are pretty sure that this is a version of an obstacle course. <laughs> Great. It's American Gladiator. Let's go. Damn it. <clears throat> I draw my shield and um, sword and sprint down the hall. I went into yeah, a rage going. for this. We're this is kind anyway. of bullshit. You, you're not technically invisible, but... Um, so you guys are booking it down the corridor, and as you're curving around this wall, you come to a mud pit, and you see that there are bar- there are rods with barbed wire around wrapped around them, and it is placed every two feet, extending a total of 14 feet in front of you. There is no space between the rods and the wall of the corridor, but there is space between the mud and the wire. All right. Well, you mean, you mean barbed wire like barbed wire you would crawl under, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was a little confused by it. I'm going to cast Misty Step and completely subvert this entire obstacle. I have the exact same spell and I was going to do the same thing. <laughs> Uh, so that's one of my second level spells, and it allows me to basically teleport thirty feet away. Okay. So I'm I'm just gonna teleport to the other side of this uh, of this obstacle, and then say, "Come on, let's go, let's go, come on, move." I do the same I, thing. I want to sprint at it and do like a slide on my belly. Can I just like throw Dash over there? He's a tiny guy, right? <laughs> Not that tiny. Fourteen feet. Come on, we got a big half. Wait, of, how half far forward. was it? Fourteen feet. Oh, it was only fourteen feet. Oh. I want to slip and slide underneath. Okay. Uh, give me an <laughs> athletics or acrobatics check. Natural 20. 
you slide right under it like a seal. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Cool. 14 feet. Is there any way I can, like, pole vault with my greatsword? You could try jumping it. What? I'm going to try jumping before I use that spell. All right. Um, You can jump. What's your strength score? Uh, plus four. Wait, is that a four? No, no, no. Your strength score, not your modifier. Uh, 18. Yeah, you can jump this. You can jump an equivalent to your strength score. All right, I'm going to jump it. Yeah, I'm going to approach it as a long jump as well and just leap this bitch. Yeah, I'm also going to hurdle it. Everybody can do that? Oh, my strength score is 18. Anybody could jump if they want to. Well, anybody can jump. You said their strength score? Yeah. And since I'm a monk, then I use my dexterity score? No. That's a kick in the nads. That's a 12-point difference. <laughs> well, I guess I'm going to do some sort of an acrobatics check to get over there. All right, so give me a roll to crawl under the wire. Oh, no, I'm going to slip inside like I saw this guy do. And, Jesus, I rolled a natural 20 as well. You... On the not important things. You perfectly slide under this barbed wire. I'm just going to stand up at the end like a gymnast and stick the landing and go, perfect score. Okay. Uh, you guys continue on? Yes. 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 We're, we're just running. You're running and you approach a low, knee-high wooden barrier extending from wall to wall uh, of the corridor and three bullseye targets are stationed 50 feet dirt further down the way. I'm going to draw my short bow. I'm going to shoot a dart. I don't have a bow. Fighter and Jet have drawn their ranged weapons. Can I firebolt one of them? Does that work? I mean, if you want to. Can I throw a knife 50 feet? I rolled a 20 for hitting the target. Um, you would have to roll with disadvantage on the darts. That's almost at the edge of your range. You have a range of 20 and then 60 feet disadvantage. Uh, never mind, you answered it. Yeah, a knife would be uh, 20, 60 as well. I rolled an 11 on my uh, on my longbow. Oh, I'm sorry, a 12. All right, you hit one of the targets. Okay. My Fighter my, hits one of the targets. My second roll for the disadvantage was a 19. <laughs> so what was your lowest score? The 19. I rolled a 20 the first time. Jesus. I just have a like eight points of modifiers. All right, so the dart hits the second target, and two targets have swung down, and they are no longer in view. R uh, remind me again, I can use extra attack to make a second range attack, right? You could. Okay, cool. I don't know why I'd remember that. I'm going to just try and hit the other one then. Yeah. Literally the exact same score, 12. <laughs> All right, so all three targets go down. The knee-high wall drops down, and your way is clear. Run. Oh, there's only three targets. Could have just stepped I feel like over. we could have just hopped the knee-high wall. You guys are supposed to be really good at this. You're supposed to be like the... the come on, let's go. Come on. You're going to have to pick it up. I can't be carrying this team. I, I'm still sprinting. Excuse you, little man. <laughs> Above you, Reynolds says, Oh, and Fighter's team has picked up the pace. Those five gentlemen from the previous fight... They really do surprise. Let's see how they handle the 20-foot wall. And you turn around the bend, and you see a 20-foot wall. You, hmm. But there are handy ropes and uh, notches in the wood that could help you climb. All right, climb up it. Yeah. I want to run at it. So is, is a wall, and it's still like stone wall that we're running through, like a corridor, right? Yes. Okay. I want to run along the side, kick off the stone wall to give myself some extra height to jump at a rope and then start climbing. Okay. Uh, whoever is climbing, 
Give me an athletics check. Can I, like, jump from the ground and grab the rope and start climbing? Uh, do I add strength to that? Yeah, athletics is strength. Uh, Ambionitis, if you want to jump straight up, you... I forgot what Like, the... coming from a sprint, just to, like, jump as high as I possibly can on the wall, grab the rope, and start climbing. Yeah, I think you could actually do that. I think you could I think you could reach the top of the wall. <laughs> oh. I rolled a 17, I mean, by the way. Can I reach the top uh, of the wall? He's got a 20-foot vertical. Well, I'm also 7-foot. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you are, like, half the way there already. With your arms outstretched. Yeah, can I do that? Oh, you can jump a number of feet equal to three plus your strength modifier. So three plus my strength plus modifier. Your height, no, you wouldn't. You would get about fifteen feet in the air. Oh, what's this wall? Twenty foot. And um, when I give you a lift off too, I think you'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody rolls higher than a ten, you've made it. Oh, oh excellent. Well, I rolled a five. Sixteen. I rolled so. <laughs> Dosh winds up doing his maneuver off the wall. He tries to grab onto a rope, and instead of climbing over the wall, he winds up falling, and he takes two damage. Shit, that was supposed to be cool. <laughs> I'm over the wall. Yeah, I just keep moving. I don't wait yeah, for Dosh. Roll the 16. We're going. I'm heading Full up speed ahead. Can I, like, I I'm gonna try and stick climb my hand down In the meantime, and, like, help Dosh? 10. You make it over. <laughs> Yay. What I know is the goal to get everyone to the exit here, or is it okay if just one person makes it? Like, uh, Give me a history check. Okay. And if there's six people, I would assume it's like... This is not going to be good, guys. Oop. That's actually a 16. That's with my negative two. Yeah, you're pretty sure that you need to get all six Aww. into the middle of the maze before you can go for gold. Okay, so yeah, I, w- I would turn around and, and try to help, uh, you know, big guy that didn't make it. All right, so Dosh is helped over by fighter slash negotiator, name and title, and Ambionitis. No, no, it's fighter name and title. Fighter name and title. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys proceed until you come to a tar pit. There are stepping stones that extend from one edge of the tar pit to the other, but the tar pit covers the entire floor of the corridor and every once in a while you see it bubble and splatter the stones and the walls. Have we already established that we can't just, it's a maze, we can't just like get on top of the maze and just like cheat our way to the middle? <laughs> um, you have not established that. I mean, are, are, how tall are the walls that we're contained by? I mean, people are watching us also. But no one said any specific rule about having to go through the maze. We can go over it. I'm in. I'm, I'm asking, like, how tall are these walls, like, surrounding yeah, how, us? How, 30 how feet. high are the walls? 30 feet? Can we make a nice 30-foot uh, leap or toss here? Like, someone can just toss somebody else up to just get a lookout. Who the f- Would I know if that disqualifies people? Uh, you don't think it's good. <laughs> okay. But we have um, plus 10 on all stealth checks, if anyone would see us. <laughs> We're all in a veil of shadows. I am just bringing that up. But you are on, in the middle of a stadium. We are passing without a trace. We are not leaving tracks. Who the fuck can hurl somebody else over a 30-foot wall? <laughs> I don't think... I did this before the doors open. They think we haven't left yet. If you stand up on top of the wall, they tend to uh, not like that. Also, it's very dangerous up there. What if you fall? <laughs> then I cast slow fall. <laughs> 
So does the crowd just see like this amorphous blob of shadow just running through this obstacle maze? They're looking at you and <laughs> they're, they know where to look. So they see you, but they're also, it's like when you're very high up in the nosebleeds and you're like, wait, is that so-and-so? I'm not sure. Well, I definitely thought this was much cooler of a thing to have if people can still see us. How long is this tar pit? It is 15 feet long. I long jump it. I want to hurdle it. Mm-hmm, we're doing yeah, this. Yeah, I long jump it too. Full sprint. I'm not stopping for anything. I'm exactly I'm going to go thing. bing, bing, bing across the stepping stones. Okay, give me a <laughs> athletics or acrobatics. I can't jump that far. 15. All of you are across. Let's go. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> And then you come to a closed door. I I open the door. Hey, big guy, break it, it might down. be unlocked. I just I open kick it. Maybe Nidus, you know what to do. You want to just double kick it? I kick the shit out of this door. All right, it is a metal door, if that changes you. I also kick it with him. Roll this. I have this question mark shaped key. <laughs> Roll to 16. Wait, did we try it? Like, is it locked? Like, did someone just jiggle the handle? Like, I said I want to <laughs> try it, but... It's locked. Can I use my... M- question mark shaped key. I'm going to say I got this and I'm going to reach around to my butt and then stop and shed a single tear. <laughs> yes. Can I also kick the door? Group kick. Can I do a sealed bass on the door? <laughs> we, are, we are running full speed, not stopping. Ain't no door slowing us down. If all six of you kick it. Yes. Can I do a sealed bass? I will just say it opens. Okay, I guess we're all kicking it. Awesome. <laughs> Since we just know, we just have a feeling, that <laughs> just have a feeling if we all kick it, it's just going to open. Well, I mean, if you kick it hard enough, let's go. One, two, three. You time it up with uh, Fighter's Countdown, and you all kick through the door, and the crowd cheers. We're not stopping. Still running. Full speed. Sprinting. All right. The corridor doubles back on itself. Do we get extra points for being cool, like when the crowd cheers? <laughs> Yes, you get a thousand whose line is it anyway points. Fantastic. You're going to say a thousand gold. They're going to say XP or something. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys, the corridor doubles back, and I'm sure you guys are still sprinting through. Of yeah. course. You come to another barbed wire crawl. We're doing it immediately. Full speed. <laughs> Momentum's built. Hmm, again? Is it any different than the last one? Slip and slide again. It doesn't look any different. Length of it might be slightly longer. I don't like the way you say it doesn't look any different. What role is this? This would be an athletics acrobatics check. I'll take the acrobatics. Yeah. Slip and slide time. Is there still a spot in the mud where whoever slid through it at? Whoever slid through it the first time, is there still like the marks in the mud? Or do I see any marks in the mud? No. I rolled an 18. I rolled a 20. (laughs) Jesus, you guys are good at this. (laughs) Uh, I rolled an 8. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so Jet and Dosh slide under, and as soon as they slide under, the rods start moving up and down. <laughs> I mean, you, do I make it? You guys said that you slip and slide straight through, so you guys manage to make it through as the coils start dropping down <laughs> periodically behind you, and now they're moving up and down. I look at Dosh, and I say, that may be just a mud pit, but there's definitely a shit stain in there. <laughs> <laughs> So it is now much more difficult for the rest of you to go through. And Fighter, you start crawling under, but you're getting kind of stuck in the mud as they're slipping through, and you wind up getting stabbed with the barbed wire. Ah, donuts. (laughs) I grab his ankle and pull him away. 
you wind Sorry, up, guys. You wind up taking three damage. Brixius, you manage to get him out before he gets stabbed again. Okay, great. And then, thanks. That was uh, th- that was to show you what would happen if you didn't do it. Oh right. no, no, man. Just I need you alive for the demons afterwards. Okay. Whole I, whole plan here. Hey, he'll blush. Do we still have like our rope? Yeah, you guys have your rope. Dash, do you think we can like just throw our rope and just pull everybody yeah, across real quick? We could try it. If we can like time up our. Pretty sure we're the two weakest dudes, but we could try it. I use dexterity for my strength checks. Like all your strength checks? Yeah, I use dexterity instead of strength. Well, for... I, I can't. So, and I have a negative strength. Well, I mean, I'll pull them through. <laughs> okay, so the rest of you, are you going to try jumping it, try going under, try this rope pulling trick? I'm going to try jumping it. All right. Um, what is your strength score, Prothean? Uh, 18. Yeah, you jump it. You barely make it, but you jump it. And I'm just going to throw our rope across, and if anyone wants to grab onto it, we'll try to, because I'm assuming... Over the barbed Under wire? the barbed no, wire. No, under it. We're going to okay. slide it through. Rope is rope is now at your feet. Anybody wants to try to grab this, we'll see if we can't pull you through real quick like a slip and slide. I am going to cast my mage hand to hold up in my yam sack as I go to jump it, just to make sure it doesn't get caught on any of the barbed wires. Okay. And what's your strength score? 18. You barely make it as well, <laughs> but you jump the pit. Solid. I leave the mage hand there. And um, guys? I'm going to try and take this rope trick thing, if possible. All right. <laughs> I'm excited now. All right. Uh, you hold on to the rope, and Jet, give me a strength slash dexterity roll since... I'm going to help. What what exactly should I be? Is it acrobatics or... Athletics. So I'm not proficient, but I rolled a... Oh, boy. Ten? Can I attempt to help? Can I help? Uh, <laughs> sure, you all help. Um, roll with advantage. Jeff. Oh, thank goodness. Twenty-one. You pull... <laughs> fighter name and title straight through those barbed wire rods. He wasn't vastly leaned up, but he sure looked like it. (laughs) I think that just leaves Ambionitis. Can I jump this? Yeah. Uh, What's your strength score? 18. You jump it as well. It is right at the edge of your jump, but you make it. Alright, you continue forward and you see another archery range. But this time, you see the three targets are weaving around each other in a serpentine fashion. They are 80 feet away and they are behind a barred and locked door. Okay, got us like a jail cell Got a suggestion for everyone this time. Let's step over the three foot barrier that was blocking us and we'll walk right up as close as we can to it and then take our shots. (laughs) Just like punch the target. There's a barred and locked door. We're gonna try my question mark key. Uh, I'm I'm gonna pull out my longbow and take a shot. All right, as you're taking the shot, uh, Jet tries to put his mystery key into the lock, and a oh, shit. plume of poisonous gas is exuded from the nearby walls. I dodge. And so I'm going to need both Jet and Fighter to roll dexterity saving throws. Ooh, I'm proficient. Is it just the normal 20 whatever shows up, and then a proficiency bonus if... Yeah. Okay. So, 17 with a proficiency of plus 3 is 20. You dodge out of the way. I dropped my dice on the floor, so I'll throw that one again. 
I've only got a little bit of space here. Um, so it is, uh, sorry, making sure I do this math right. Uh, 18, no, 20. All right, you both dodge out of the way of the poisonous gas. Awesome. Um, they th- see another um, little mud stain on the floor. I'm <laughs> just going to say that's from the mud pit. I got it on my shoes. <laughs> it just sort of flops behind you. Uh, the barred door is now clear of gas. Can I go through it? No. Since it's- I'm a bard. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that was good. Yeah. No, but really, I'd like to shoot at one of the targets with my crossbow. You do that. Um, <laughs> so they're fighter. 80 feet away, right? Yes. That's at disadvantage for you, though. Right. Dash. And fighter, did you want to take another shot? Yeah, absolutely. 16. That does it. You hit. Nice. I don't want to specify I'm holding my hand crossbow sideways. I rolled a one. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, your, bow ju- your arrow just goes super wayward and shoots up and starts arcing towards the crowd, and Reynolds <laughs> yells over the his loudspeaker, Everybody look out! Just arrow. <laughs> you just arrow shot a toddler. I meant um, to do that. So, Dosh, you cocked your hand crossbow to the sides. You managed to hit one of the serpentine moving targets, and it flops down. Hell Two yeah. more to go. Since we like, since I tried the key, am I closer than that distance? No, the door's in the way. Oh, okay. The door's like immediately in front of us. Mm-hmm. I guess I can try a disadvantage shot with my darts if anyone else isn't gonna try this. Oh, uh, how far away is it again? Sixty feet. Eighty feet. Oh crap. And Fighter does have an extra attack. Okay, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, that's way better. That is... Uh, 21. Yep, you hit it. Two down. See, I can be useful. Hey, does anyone else have a bow? Or fireballs? No, but what I was going to ask and suggest is, would it be a thing for my mage hand to take an arrow and go and stick it in the target? <laughs> you could try that. I will do that. Does that mage hand travel 80 feet? Yeah. Sure. It can, it can go wherever. Oh, <laughs> well, let's look that up real quick. Depends. How cool Wouldn't that is be the some? rule? It's a... The mage hand... Yeah, it can do that. It does have a range of 30 feet, but sure, I will allow it. Your mage hand <laughs> sticks an arrow in, and Reynolds says, Well, we've never seen that before. Continue on. The target drops and the door opens and you guys are free to continue. Sprinting. Full on sprint. Taking the dash action. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Do any of you have a perception of 14 or higher? No. Ah. No. What is our perception? It's just plus your wisdom. Yeah, it's 10, 10 plus, plus wisdom. your wisdom modifier. Uh, 13. <laughs> you all run straight into an invisible wall. <laughs> and you all take... It wasn't enough to break through it. (laughs) No. The wall suddenly comes into focus now that you have run into it, and you see that there are uh, exposed nails, splinters, and embedded pieces of glass. And you all take... What the shit? (laughs) This is the worst screen door I've ever run into. Oh, you lucked out. I rolled a one, and and it's it's 1d8 plus one, so you take two damage each. Hmm. Oh, that's not bad. Dang it, I haven't taken my tetanus potion recently. If you want to climb it, you can now see it, and it is an athletics check, DC 15. How tall is it? 20 feet. Yeah, that's 22. 
Yeah. Not good enough. <laughs> What'd you get? Done? Seven. Yeah, you get about halfway up and you stop. I stop? Yep. I just give up. <laughs> Your arms are getting tired. You have the existential crisis midway up. <laughs> Do I really want to be climbing this wall? Thirteen. Brixius is stuck halfway up. Uh, do you add any uh, dexterity to this? No, it's an athletics check. Oh. Uh, 16. You're over. 16. Alright, Ambionitis is over. Everything you do here, we do it live. Rolled a... 15, and then my modifiers. You are over. Dosh and Brixius, you want to try and get over? Try I'm sure, again. I'm sure with the help of your friends, you... You get by with a little help from your friends. Dash, do we really want to get to the other side here? And Reynolds says, if you haven't noticed, these obstacles are getting a little harder. I guess not. And as you're dashing forward, he says, perhaps you could use a little shortcut. Yes. And you approach a copper plate in the floor that says, while your opponents continue to forge ahead, would you like to take a shortcut instead? This task will test your knowledge in wiles with a cunning little game of colorful tiles. No, we keep nope. running. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> not a Seems chance. suspicious. Fuck it, run. <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah, my guy is not very smart. And just so Would you I know, know if it's actually a trap? You have no idea. And just so you know, this whole time I did have the extra 10 feet to speed from now on. Like, we'll start making sure, like, I am out in front of the entire group, so next time I run into a wall, I hit it well before you guys, so... <laughs> Alright. I'm gonna start running with my shield in front of me. If you guys want to bypass the shortcut, you are more than welcome to do that. That is what we do. Yeah, my guy knows that this it sounds like it says a game going on, and I'm not very smart, but I am enthusiastic about it. But at the same time, I'm sprinting, so if nobody else makes that turn, I'm just going to keep going. I'm too dumb to know that I'm too dumb to do it, so... Exactly. <laughs> yeah, my right. guy is not a very um, witty guy either, so we just keep going. All right. <laughs> Paul is so upset right now. He really wanted us to play it. So you guys uh, all continue on, and you come to... I wonder how long it took you to plan this game that we potentially would have played. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel you, bro. I really do. You guys come to another tar pit. This one looks longer, much longer than the last one. And uh, <laughs> the stepping stones seem a little bit farther away. Going for gold. How, how long is it? It is 19 feet. I'm a misty step it again. That's my second. I don't have any more second level spells. All right. I'm just going to teleport away from this thing. We got one across. Let's go. Guess I'm going to bound across the... I'm going to try to use the stepping stones. Going to go bing, bing, bing across the stepping stones again. Yeah, I'm going to try the same thing as us. All right. Both of you give me acrobatics or athletics checks. 25. Right. Pass. I'm going to go with athletics. So I got 10. You fall into the tar. And you are stuck. Well, fuck. I want to go, ha. Can I miss you step out of you? Yeah, you could do that. All right, I'm going to do that. Okay, you're at you're to the other edge, but you've got black tar all over your pants. Damn it. And Jet's turn to roll a 14. You fall in the tar. The stone wobbles underneath you, and you fall into the tar. 
Brixius and Ambionitis. Mm. Can I imagine a 10 puts me in the tar? 10 puts you in the tar. 17, or 19. Ambionitis makes it across. I want to fling a rope back in their direction. Okay. Um, give me a strength check. Yeah, I'm going to need like a ton of help with this. <laughs> yeah, you would have to roll a strength check to get out of the tar. Yeah, totally. Just like straight strength or like... Yeah, strength. Seven. You're not pulling anybody <laughs> out of the tar. Hey guys, could I have some help? Yeah, I help them. Okay, so then roll with advantage. 23. Natural 20. Yeah, you guys pull uh, Brixius out. Oh, hey guys. <laughs> help me out here. And uh, sure, you pull Jet out as well. Say so I can't like grab onto his ankle on the way out. Like, <laughs> Nope, because Shit I'm all sucks. Vaselined up. It's too slippery to grab. <laughs> Ooh, we planned ahead. All right, and you come to a locked door now that everybody has passed the tar pit. I knock. You knock on the door. Nobody answers. Question mark key. I try it. Give me roll 2d10. Oh, Jesus, what? Roll 2d10 for me just and tell me what the number is. And you have to, it's a d100 die. So the one with two numbers on it is your tens place, and the one with one number on it is your ones place. Oh, I see. The one was a six, and the other one was a 50, so a five. No, 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 so it'd be 56. Oh. Uh, your key does not unlock the door. Nobody answers your knock, Brixius. I shout, is anybody there? I use the uh, lockpick ring. Nobody answers, Brixius, but Jet, you pull out your ring of lockpicking, and uh, you now have, you can add your proficiency to this sleight of hand check. Excellent. So I rolled an 18 plus sleight of hand. You unlock the door. Okay. And you are now in an open arena, and there is a... You see six people waiting for you on the opposite side of the ring. It's the six people that fighter had... Or, well, negotiator had spoken to. They are there waiting for you. Wow, you guys are fast. How did you beat us here? We were running at full... Speed. I was using freaking magic. <laughs> and there is suddenly a pedestal rises up in the middle of this open arena. And on the pedestal is a crown. I'm going to start just immediately running towards it as stealthily as possible. Full speed ahead. I don't want to be seen. Okay. I'm <laughs> going to draw my longbow and aim it towards the other team. Yeah, I'm going to ready a... Uh, a dagger to be thrown. I just want it to be known that now that we are in front of another team of people, that we are all still super stealthy thanks to that initial... Okay, well, it doesn't matter because they start fanning out and they can't really see you because you just beeline straight behind this pedestal. It's in the way. And uh, you get there and you grab the crown. And... Uh, yeah? Do you, I win? You've grabbed it. Do I win? I put it on my head. Do I win? There are... There's confetti. I want to clap. <laughs> and Reynolds kind of over the loudspeaker goes, uh, well, that was anticlimactic. Huh.
Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs, Crossing the Chasm, Hot Pursuit, Obliteration, Morgana Rides, and Spyglass are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.